Hey guys, welcome to another session of SheBoss. I am Megan with Flourish, and we are so glad that you're here to join us. Um, in case you don't know, SheBoss is a regular video series that we release every Thursday, excuse me, every Wednesday at 3.30 Central on all of our social media channels. And we have this phenomenal opportunity to chat with all of these great, amazing women in our lives and in our community, and we want to bring you a fabulous new woman every Wednesday. So before we get started on our guest, just want to talk a little bit about um, being an entrepreneur and being a mom and being a woman and trying to put all of these things together. It is not easy. Um, it is a challenge, but when you surround yourself with a great tribe and a great group of girlfriends and a great network, you can achieve anything. So lean on those people around you to help you take that step. And if you're entertaining starting a business on your own, definitely stick around. You want to hear from our guest about some of the, the struggles that she's had, some of the great challenges that she's learned a lot from, um, and some great tips on how you can actually get started on your own. So um, typical Flourish style, um, we are doing this interview over a glass of wine, so please feel free to have a cocktail and join us. Um, and without further ado, I'd like to introduce Stephanie Walker, who is with Rocket City Mom, and she has a very decorated background and has done a lot of amazing things within the arts world, um, just overall. And so, um, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us we're so glad you're here why don't you start and just give us a little bit of background on you and how you got to this point and, and all that good stuff awesome thanks for having me this is really fun this is a great idea so I'm so glad you guys are hosting it um, yeah so I am a, a Huntsville native a North Alabama native and uh, I have been the managing editor of RocketCityMom.com for going on 10 years now, and that has been a huge kind of pivot from what I used to do. I've worked a lot in the nonprofit sector uh, with the public library. Um, I worked a lot in event planning and um, retail uh, all over North Alabama. So, you know, kind of making that move to being my own boss uh, 10 years ago was life changing. So, um, you know, that's, that's just something that I'm so thankful for that I had the opportunity to do. And I love watching other moms and women doing, doing similar things in our community. Um, as far as Rocket City Mom goes, we are kind of like a digital, hyper-local parenting magazine. Mm -hmm. uh, everything we do is online. Everything, all the content we put out is free. Um, and it's, you know, completely 100% concentrated on serving and helping families in our area specifically, you know, just trying to figure out what challenges they come up against, what, what fun things they can do together, how parents and kids can spend time together. Um, and, you know, luckily we've been able to do it for about 10 years now. So awesome. uh, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Ro Rocket City Moms. So I've been in Huntsville for about 15 years now and Rocket City Mom has from from when I can remember has always been my go-to thing resource of like what are we doing this weekend where am I bringing my kids and how can we get do something fun whether it be take advantage of you know discounts at restaurants on Tuesday nights or right. <laughs> learning about events but like honestly if, if we were ever looking for something to do um, in our community your website has always been the first one that we've gone to so it's it is chock full of tons of information and just, just a valuable, valuable stuff. I mean, left and right, it's awesome. It is Thank awesome. Thank you. It was, so, we kind of wanted to um, 
you know, create the website that we always wish we had. Uh, by the time I was involved with it, my kids were probably, what, what yeah, four, four and five years old. Um, you know, we were looking for things to do. And there were a lot of things to do with your kids in this area. It's just, it wasn't all in one place. You had to go um, call, you know, call the botanical garden and uh, call and see what the story times were at all of the libraries. And, you know, even the internet was a lot different 10 yeah. years ago. Um, people weren't necessarily uh, sharing that kind of information in a consumable way. Yeah. Um, so that's, we just wanted to, my partner Jennifer and I wanted to create uh, kind of a hub, a central hub where parents who are busy, I mean, you know, we've got work, we've got activities, we've got to keep the house going and, and to find fun things to do was a chore and a challenge. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know, that's, that was the problem that we wanted to solve with, with Rocket City Mom. Yeah, sort of be that one-stop shop as opposed to having to go to a variety of different places. Yeah. So I'm curious just from from a business standpoint, how you actually started getting all that stuff together? Like it was it was it just you like researching all these different sites and then pulling it together into one place? Or did you have a team of other people who helped you do that and curate info? Or how did you actually get started with that? In the beginning, it started with my partner. Um, I did not start the site. She had was new to Huntsville. She was new to the area. And um, her, she was here because her husband had been relocated here with his job. Uh, and she had a two-year-old uh, and didn't know anybody, no family, no friends. Um, so she kind of set out to explore this, this city and, and blog about it. It literally started as a mom blog mm -hmm. and then over time uh, transitioned to, you know, a media group. Um, and I'm a native and she and I met which is a very funny story, by the way, <laughs> uh, of how we met. But she and I met, and uh, at the time I was a librarian. So kind of gathering resources was something mm. that I really enjoyed and had been doing it for several years. You know, as a Native, um, I was already plugged into a lot of those organizations, um, you know, working with them at the library. I was in youth services at the library. Uh, and then before that, I was... Um, Barnes and Noble. I was at the community relations manager at Barnes and Noble. So I did kids book clubs and story times and oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was that librarian element of, you know, identifying those resources and bringing them together. And so I think it was just kind of a really great uh, pair with she and I together because she was the native. She had that, or I was the native and I had that perspective, but she was the newcomer and she could see and identify the holes you know, she didn't know where to go. She wasn't from here. She didn't know anybody. Um, and us coming together and doing it together was, I think, really the the, the secret sauce in that. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. So we, yeah, you hear often um, when you're entertaining about going into business, like be careful with going into business with your friends. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes there can be some overlap of, you know, personal feelings versus it being a business decision. And so you, it seems as though that has worked out well for you guys. It, it has. And, you know, I guess you could say that she and I were more professional. We had a more professional relationship before we were friends, but luckily, um, you know, now we're fabulous friends. I, I would never do this with anybody else. Um, 
she is the smartest person I know. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and I just, I, I can't say enough good things about her, but she and I both shared kind of an eye, I think, for um, communication and, you know, the way that people need to have communications delivered to them. And, and that really has, has shaped just about everything we've done from that moment that we met to now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, she, uh, she was actually, Rocket City Mom actually had a podcast uh, back in the early, early days, like before podcasting was a thing. Uh -huh. um, and uh, I was a guest on the Rocket City Mom podcast show. <laughs> Oh, funny. It's still floating out there in the internet somewhere. Like, <laughs> it makes <laughs> a lot to find that. Yeah, it's real funny. Um, because she had uh, was trying to get in touch with a kind of something similar, uh, unique moms, like awesome moms around Huntsville. And at the time, I was a librarian that also skated roller derby. And uh, yes, yes. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. So Are you she still do that? No. <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be like, nope. Yeah. Getting, getting yeah. older does not make things any easier. It seems as though the injuries last a lot longer too. It, it does. It does. <laughs> and yeah. I enjoyed it. I did it for about three years. It was great. But then I was like, bye. I, I can't, yeah. I can't hang anymore. Y'all. Yeah. Uh, still a big fan though. Love them. Uh, <laughs> but so she was interviewing me on the podcast and then we just kind of really hit it off and I was already blogging on my own just personally. And, uh, she, we, she brought me in and she, she got pregnant with her second child and knew that the site was exploding and she needed help. So, um, I jumped in. That's awesome. So that was 10 years ago when you guys kind of, you know, went that route and obviously digital advertising and getting sponsors on your website and things like that has changed significantly since then. But did you guys go into it initially um, with the monetization model of, of wanting to make this a business where you guys can, you know, start to build revenue and things like that? Or was it more of a hobby type of thing? It, we knew that, that was the direction we wanted to go, but it did take us a long time to get there in the way that we wanted to get there. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'll be a hundred percent honest with you right now. And this is not something I usually say a lot because it's, um, you know, it took us about three years to monetize the site. And that wasn't because we, we couldn't do it sooner than that. It was because it, we were trying to think of long-term, um, you know, how do we have a site that we are proud of that we want um, without compromising ourselves for advertisers. Yeah. Um, and it took a really long time to build that up. I mean, mm -hmm. that just, um, and, and really the only, here's the truth part. The only way that we were able to do that is because we were not the main breadwinners in our household. Yeah. Yeah. So we you were, you were, you didn't do it out of fear of being able to pay the bills necessarily. So you had a little bit of leverage to kind of give it some more time. And we sure did. And that's, you know, that's not great business advice. <laughs> well, um, but you, that's, so I, I would love to honestly like dig deeper into that because mm -hmm. there's so many people now, especially, and you guys obviously were sort of ahead of the curve back then, but now so many people are trying to create their personal brands and whether it be their, their social media influencers or whatever it might be. And there's, there's 
a million ways to monetize on social media, but I love the fact that you guys put the brand first and you wanted mm -hmm. to make sure that you didn't discount that and take away from that because you were so passionate about what it was that you believed in, as opposed to just trying to do this thing, make a quick buck and then move on to the next thing, Absolutely. which I think, which, which speaks volumes now. And as long as I've ever known it to the brand that it is, because it's one that you can trust. You don't feel like you're getting sold to with anything when you, you know, when you come to the site and um, it's authentic, which I love. I mean, authenticity, I think is so important and it's dwindling, unfortunately. Um, you know, it, it is, but I, you know, I love the fact that that's kind of what you guys are built around. So it's worked for you in that regard. It has. Mm -hmm. it has. And there was, you know, it, it was, it was our, our side hustle. Um, you know, it was, uh, I was, I had left the library to, to be at home with my two very small children. You know, it was that classic situation of you don't make enough to pay for childcare. Yeah. doesn't make sense to put them in childcare. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're in the nonprofit sector. So, yeah. uh, so I had come home and was doing that, but I couldn't sit still, you know, it's, I, I can't not work. It's just not in me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that you know, we, we just had the luxury of being at home and being able to build it that way. Um, and it, it was mostly at night, you know, the kids are in bed mm -hmm. you're up until two in the morning, banging it out, you know, on the keyboards, trying to figure out, make it look the way you want it to. So, um, you know, I, I feel, I feel very lucky. I was able to do it that way. I know a lot of people now are not, They're, they don't have that time. They don't have two or three years before they can really make money. And, um, and I just know that that is the exception and not the rule. Right. Well, and I do think that it's really important because I love your point about this being a side hustle and the fact that you guys wanted to create something that you wish you had. You had that driving passion inside of you because you knew what it needed to be and you knew that it was something that didn't exist. And so you had that kind of fire there supporting that. Right. And I think you know, there are a lot of people who are entertaining that and do have a side hustle of I'm working this nine to five job. I can't stand it. I'm in this corporate world where I'm sort of in these box parameters and can't really, you know, you know, fuel the passions that you have inside. But even if you just start to try and do a little bit at a time, you know, just a little bit, and then you start to see some traction and you start to see some movement. I mean, you know, maybe too, you know, with this new virtual world that we're all working in, you know, you can have, you know, be able to maybe have both. I don't know if you can still be impactful of what you're doing with your day job and still being able to dedicate time to your side hustle, you know? Um, but it's, it's amazing what that passion and desire to succeed will give you if you, if you give it time. You know what yeah. I mean? And I mean, you have to allow yourself time to actually do it. And, you know, we've been involved in these um, different events together, you know, with whether it be with mompreneur and other, other women who are entertaining these ideas about starting a business and, you know, dreams can only, can only sit there for so long, you know, yeah. I mean, honestly, and it's like, they're there for a reason. And, you know, if you can, if you really, really put some thought into how you can actually make something come to fruition, I think it's a lot less scary than most people realize, you know? Yeah. I yeah, mean, it really I, is. I mean, you just have to try and dip your toe in the water and see what happens, right? Yeah, absolutely. And do your research. That's the biggest thing. Research. That was, that was the librarian part was... Yeah. Uh, really lent itself well to the research. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really important. So what are, what are some of the things maybe that that skill brought you to discover that maybe surprised you that you weren't anticipating? Um, 
quality sources, uh, you know, how to, how to identify those and how to plug into those. Um, you know, I think libraries are, are wonderful hubs of the community in general. And you get to know a lot of people that are doing great work in the community and doing great programs and um, just kind of, that's, it's a natural network. Uh, and, and I loved that part about it. Um, and just creativity in general. I mean, if you know any of the librarians that are local here, that you, you will, you will oh, know yeah. that very creative people and uh, really outside of the box thinkers. And that's all, those are all really great things. The ability to network, to have that creative um, mind and, and think of ways to, to work, or not, not just to work around problems, but to tackle them and solve them and move on. And that's, that's something that I think librarians do really well. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's awesome. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about, um, you know, where, Again, Rocket City Mom has been a staple in our community for so long, so long. And it's, I think it what blows me away is like the first couple of times that I met you, I mean, I, I look at Rocket City Mom and I'm like, it's this amazing enterprise and they're doing all these beautiful things and you guys have transitioned and you mentioned before that you're now technically a media group in addition to, you know, so I want you to talk a little bit about that, about how you guys have sort of transitioned and evolve the business um, and, and I'm, I'm curious of whether or not that evolution came from demand or it came from bringing on new team members and sort of what sparked that and then also talk about you know what's next for Rocket City Mom like what gets you really excited about the future and I know we're in all things COVID-19 quarantine that's the reason why we keep this close by <laughs> um, but so I know that there's a lot of hurdles that we all need to get over you know with with innovation and things like that but I would love for you to talk a little bit about that aspect of things. Yeah, it's, you know, media in general is just something that is transitioning all the time. And it's, Every day. Yeah, and it's why you need social media professionals. It's why you need uh, PR professionals that they are, you know, you have to be tuned in to those trends as they, not trends, but those practices as they are developing. Um, and, you know, if you're busy running your own business that doesn't really have anything to do with that, you know, with the PR aspect, you know, if you're providing a service or a product, um, you don't have time to plug into those things. You're running your business. That's your, that's your area of expertise. And that's why you need to bring in someone that really is on top of, of the professional development side of PR and marketing and, and advertising. Um, and, uh, you know, just so, you know, for 10 years, it's changed so much from what we used to be. It's, we used, you know, it was, the mom blog ladies and that is no longer the case at all. Um, right. we did bring on more team members, uh, and they are phenomenal and they are, uh, you know, we made a concerted effort to look for other moms in our community. And, um, we have an amazing sales director with Krista and Shannon. Her Krista is, is awesome. <laughs> oh, her, her energy is like, <laughs> I'm like, I need to eat whatever she's eating for breakfast because she, I, she's awesome. I cannot say enough great things about Krista. She yeah. is just my heart. I mean, she is such a big personality, such a presence, um, you know, and, and some people are like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. I love it. I so just much. love her. I know it's, yeah. she's fantastic. And she has really brought so much to the table to mm -hmm. Rocket City Mom. She has changed, uh, you know, she was the catalyst that came up with how we go about only, you know, 
really only working with local businesses. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't really make it work with chains. We don't work with franchises. We work with small local businesses and that's who we try to partner with, with our advertising packages and uh, with any kind of content that we produce um, on, on our site. And, you know, that was driven by her and and she was the one that came up with that model. And it was, um, you know, it was risky. We were, it's not usual. And it, we got a lot of um, questioning, you know, kind of looks <laughs> from a lot of different organizations about it. And it has really proven to be the way to go. Uh, and, and that is not the way my brain thinks. Uh, I, I have to surround myself with people that can handle that kind of thinking uh, sales is not my shtick. Uh, I'm, I'm the writer, I'm the content creator and, you know, being able to identify and find people like Krista and Shannon and Beth Ridgeway and bringing them into your team, I think has, has totally been the thing that, that has kept us going this whole time. Yeah. Um, they are just phenomenal. So mm -hmm. they are that. So I love them all. Uh, Shannon is my accountability partner um, that I met at Mompreneur um, when Aaron did that whole wine or coffee exercise. Yeah. Do you remember that like two years ago? And Shannon and I bumped into each other and now we hold each other accountable for, for GSD. Um, and yeah, and, and Beth is like a stand up comedian. I'm like, oh my gosh. Beth is the best. She, 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 is all, she hit her work ethic is so incredible. Oh, she's, yeah, she is awesome. She is amazing. <laughs> um, so I, I think that speaks volumes though. I mean, surrounding yourself with a great team. Um, and this was something that um, I had to learn over time. And, you know, our business just celebrated two years. So we are a baby and we are, we are in startup mode, but it's been such a phenomenal journey and we've been really successful. And I think the reason is because we've brought in a team of people mm -hmm. who in my personal opinion, can do things way better than I can in, in, in their respective areas. And I think as you get older, you learn how important that is. And I think when, when we're a little bit younger, sometimes, you know, others with greater skill sets can sometimes be viewed at as a threat. It, it, I don't yeah. know. And like me in my early years, I was like, well, I need to learn how to do that. I need to be the one to do that. Not, not I need to, you know, because I thought that that's what was expected as opposed mm -hmm. to really trying to refine what you're good at and honestly what you're passionate about. Because if I sit here and try to be an expert, try to be an expert in areas that I am, that just don't kind of fuel my fire, I'm not, I'm not going to be successful in that. Right. You know? It's, it's only yeah. going to last for so long. And um, surrounding yourself with a great team of people that are, are stronger in, in areas that you are not, that way you can have a really, really great compliment. I mean, that is such an amazing thing once that all comes together. It is, um, and it can be really hard to find those people. I mean, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I would say, you know, if you're, if you're going down that path where you're wanting to start a business and you really don't know which areas to, to, to kind of move towards or those areas that you're just not familiar with, I mean, you know this, there are so many resources out there to help you get started with a business. Um, you know, if you're in Huntsville, there is a great Facebook group, Mompreneurs of Huntsville, where mm -hmm. women just jump in there constantly and they're like, hey, I need an accountant. I don't know how to do this. Does anybody have an idea? And within 15 minutes, you'll have 20 recommendations of people, you know, or, you know, leaning on the catalyst or the SBDC. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many great resources here and most of which are free. Um, right. which is the best part. Like you don't, you don't have to pay for these types of things. Um, and I think as, you know, as women, women naturally are givers, 
we give 20, you know, all the time to everybody else. A lot of times besides ourselves, we're the last ones who actually get taken care of sometimes, you know, which we need to work on that. But, um, but you know, if there's, if there's any questions that you have or advice that you need, find somebody locally who's in that area and just reach out to them. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, call, call Stephanie, call me, call, you know, whatever. And just be like, Hey, I don't know what I'm doing here. I would love 15 minutes of your time, 30 minutes of your time just to chat. And I think naturally we as women are like, absolutely. Like anything we can do to move people forward just as a whole. I mean, that, that, that is good for everybody, you know? Yeah. And that is something that you do so well. I mean, you, I have, I have seen you do that over and over and over again. And it is, it is just, it's, it's inspiring. It's, it's wonderful. And I, I love, I love seeing the collaborations and the people that, uh, especially in the mompreneur group um, yeah. and, and the, the mompreneur event uh, that, that is that group of people. I just hearing their stories um, has been really wonderful and they're so different. Uh, everybody comes about it in a different way. And so if, if something's not working for you, you can always find someone else to uh, partner up with or ask, you know, pepper with questions or it's yeah. like you said, everyone is so generous in that group. Um, yeah. I, I just love it. And so thank you for helping to keep yeah. that going and, and fostering that. It's been, it's been wonderful. Yeah. Well, it's so important. And, you know, we've all, we've been in that position. At least I've been in, in a position where, you know, I mean, I went through a, a horrible divorce and multiple years of just awful stuff. And, um, you know, I thought, I felt as though, you know, I was at a point where nothing could, could get any worse. And yeah. so it was this moment where it was like, I have nothing left to lose. I'm just going to go for it because at this point, like nothing really scared me anymore. And, you know, I mean, you've heard me talk about, you know, my daughter at the time being like my number one cheerleader and she's like, you can do this, you know? And mm -hmm. so it was to set that example for her. Like there's nothing that can get in our way. We just need to go for it. 10 years ago, I never would have been that person. Um, yeah. Honestly, it, it took going through these life experiences for me to not really care, number one, about what other people thought about me, but also mm -hmm. to do it for a bigger reason than myself, you know, which yeah. took, took me, took me some time to figure that out. Um, and, you know, again, being in that position where you think that, you're the only one, nobody else understands, you know, how, how nobody knows what I'm going through. Looking back, I'm like, there are a lot of people who can understand. You just need to be brave enough to put yourself out there and ask Absolutely. for help. Honestly, yeah. ask for help. And that's, I think that, being yeah. honest and, and talking, you know, being honest about where you're at in that moment um, is, is huge. Yeah. I think that was a light bulb moment for me is like when I started actually talking about things, that's when things started to transform, yeah. you know, and, and I mean, not to get too personal, but you know, you hear about when, I mean, I had a miscarriage and you hear about, um, when, if, if, when you talk about a miscarriage, all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, there are so many people around you who have gone through this very same thing, but it's not like you wear that on a t-shirt and everybody knows it, you know? Right. And, at, and at that point it comes, it's like, okay, well we can talk about this and it's okay yeah. to talk about it. You know, you don't feel like it's this hidden thing and you're all alone because frankly we're not, you know? Right. Um, anyway, so we, we all go through these things, but, um, so I want to shift gears a little bit and talk to you about, um, you know, you guys being a media company and seeing all of these trends happening in, in social media, digital marketing, public relations, content creation. I mean, all of this kind of stuff. Um, we are now in the midst of COVID-19 and, you know, you and I chatted a little bit about this prior to, um, jumping on, but our, our world is going to forever change as we know it. 
and there's going to be transformations across the board that happen as a result of us having to completely change the way that we operate from a consumer basis to a business to business basis from being a parent I can tell you I I am so appreciative of my children um, they yes they drive me nuts sometimes but it this time has allowed me to really really spend all of this quality time with them that I'm like oh my gosh you know this is it's a very very special time um, and so it's these little things where it's like, you know what, I didn't really know this thing about my youngest son. And so now I know that. And so it yeah. just, you know, like it's little stuff like that. Um, yeah. But I would love to hear from your standpoint, though, sort of how, I don't know, what are some of your predictions about ways ahead and how you think maybe some things are going to change and um, maybe some of the things that you hope to see as a silver lining that comes out of all of this? It's, you know, we're still trying to wrap our head around it too. Um, and, and I think as, as we get a few more days in front of us, we'll be able to, to feel a little more solid and, and figuring it out as we go. But, you know, we, we really had to switch gears and uh, Rocket City Mom was a site that was, you know, we have our event calendar and we have our, our article content. And, you know, just like that, half of our content was gone. Yeah. Just gone. Um, and there are a lot of other hyperlocal sites that we are, we have, you know, some forums and some collaboration groups with all over the country. And we all kind of do it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, you know, some of them are scrambling to react and, and it was, you know, we just, we were very fortunate and we had set ours up the way that we had. Uh, we, you know, the, the whole click through site traffic model, um, you know, some people were really taking a hit when you're talking about digital marketing and digital advertising mm -hmm. um, and SEO, you know, that's, that's going to be forever changed. You know, what, what is that value going to be about now? Yeah. You know, after COVID-19, what, you know, that whole click-through rate is, is going, that's not going to have as much value as it right. used to. Right. Um, so I, I do feel that, that SEO is going to be even bigger. It has been bigger for many, it's been growing, but, uh, you know, you're going to see, I, I, I just, <laughs> I don't want to say anything, you know, now because it's just too early to tell, but yeah. I think the influencer kind of trend is going to be very much um, changed. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see exactly how, but, um, you know, that was already pretty much kind of going on the way out. Uh, so I, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, talk, crisis communications, you know, I think people are going to be more prepared. Uh, yeah. I think they're, everybody's going to be working on their emergency plans on their, their savings. <laughs> um, but you know, Figuring out how we're going to specifically our, our what we do and how we're going to go forward, um, you know, I do think that that our readers will see some changes. Uh, we've even in the past two three weeks, you may have noticed we've changed our focus from um, you know hyper local stuff to things that are either helpful to to parents and families or are making them feel better. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, I think having that ability to, um, really have your finger on the pulse of your, uh, target audience, 
Um, you know, when you are your target audience, that's really helpful. <laughs> I, just say, I know it's like, it, it helps so much because you, you know, you guys can hone in on your needs as a mom and your experience and everything. Which yeah. Is, yeah. And chances are, if it's something that we need, we know that our readers need it too. And, and for that, we're very fortunate. Um, you know, I, I guess having, you know, broadening your team to have more perspectives, to have more diversity, to uh, uh, be able to have people that you can pull into a project or pull into a, um, a campaign and, you know, like this is, you're valuable to this perspective. Like we need to know what, what are people needing? What do they need from the job? What do they need from us? Um, you know, I think that's going to be really valuable going forward for small businesses to try to figure out how, you know, what are the problems that their clientele needs solved and how can they help solve them? And, yeah. you know, that's always been the number one question, you know, when you're, when you're a small business or any business really, sorry, that's my dog. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, she's going down the stairs. Um, but you know, that's, it's going to be, it's going to be wild. I mean, it's, some people are going to make it and some are not going to because they refuse to adapt. Yeah. And so I guess like don't refuse to adapt. <laughs> I love uh, that. That's a really great point. And that's, I think that's what, um, and you know, I was just talking about this yesterday and we've, you know, talked with a variety of clients about this too. It's like, you have to adapt. You have to figure out ways to, not necessarily reinvent yourself, but pay super, super close attention to your customers. What are your customers needing right now? What, they, they may not need that tchotchke that you're selling, but what they need is to hear that you, know, you are addressing this in a particular way or you're providing a new service that maybe you haven't offered in the past or whatever it might be, but being able to adapt and understand you know, sort of what that desire is from your customers mm -hmm. because you're sitting there still trying to sell something that's no longer needed um, or, you know, not paying attention to economic changes that are helping to, you know, kind of mess with that environment. You know, it's, it's, you be, become irrelevant, I think very quickly. Yeah. And, and that's a scary thing right now when all you're probably thinking about as a small business owner is keeping your head above the water. You know, how, how am I going to, how am I going to pay my staff? How am I going to, you know, keep my clients happy? How, and, and, sometimes you have to kind of stop and say, okay, well, what can I do right now? And, you know, for the greater good, is there anything I can do right now for the greater good? And, and you're going to have to sometimes put those big projects that you're working on on hold. Yeah. And, you know, I think a great example of that is uh, I love hearing how um, some of the local breweries and distilleries are now producing hand sanitizer like Black Bear and Irons One and, you know, they're, they're, they're stopping production of their major product to make hand sanitizer. Yeah. Is that going to make them money? Probably not. Not as much as selling whiskey. Right. But, um, cause we, we, we're going to need some whiskey now too. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> like side by side. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's, they're, they're finding ways to fill a need and, um, you know, they're, they're adapting. They're, they're doing a great job with that. Um, so that's not as obvious as for, for other businesses and other industries. I just, it's a great example though, I think of how to figure it out. And, um, you know, if you're not already communicating directly with your, uh, clients or your audience or your readership or, you know, then, then you've got to find a way to do that like yesterday. 
Right. Totally, totally agree. Cannot, cannot agree with you more on that. I think to, to add on to it, you know, one thing too, you were talking about a crisis communications plan and, you know, a lot of people think about, oh, well, we're just going to, this is something to be reactive, right? When something happens, here's what we're going to do. As opposed to thinking through all of these different scenarios of the what ifs, because these situations are going to come up and, you know, even kind of building this long-term strategy of and looking ahead as far as, well, what, what are some things that we can do to kind of diversify because if you've got all of your eggs in one basket and you're selling you know a, you know maybe a service that's just niche to one thing well if that one thing gets impacted and it's no longer relevant you're you're out you know so you've got to figure out ways to to just innovate especially as a small business owner I yeah. mean especially as a services provider too, you know, I mean, it's, that's got to, that's a very, very hard thing to be able to hone in on, especially when you're in the midst of trying to build a business for the very first time. And you're just, you're just overwhelmed with all the things, right? I mean, I, the, one of the very, one of probably the best pieces of information I got and advice that I got in the early days. Um, and it seems, it seems obvious, but was to hire an accountant. And getting an accountant, oh my gosh, hiring an accountant and sitting down with an accountant, by the way, for free through the Catalyst, which is local. Yeah. Um, I'll have to give Georgianne Graves a plug. Um, she's a CPA here in North Alabama and she is a rock star. Um, and I knew from the second I met her, I'm like, she will keep me out of jail. And so therefore <laughs> I'm going to bring her on board because I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm like, I did it. I had no clue. I had no clue. Um, and she immediately, she, but she immediately came in and she's like, nope not doing this. You are not going to legal zoom and you're not doing this, you know, and it was just like, okay, these are things that I don't know. But I guess the point is, is that being able to lean on people for whether it be, you know, collaboration or ideation, or just trying to figure out ways that you can kind of diversify and add more value as your business grows are always things that you should be thinking about. Um, yeah. no, no matter what, whether or not you're investing in it right now or not, but just having that mindset of how, how can I ensure this business is successful three, five, 10 years down the road, what am I going to need to do to pay attention to that? And, you know, and invest, and investing the time. Marathon, not a sprint, right? Yeah, like, it is, for sure. it is, are you going to be able to hang in that marathon and, and yeah. get those people involved that are going to get you there? Like that's, right. that's absolutely the way to go. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate your time today. So Thank you are amazing. And I know this is a, a challenging time for everybody, but um, I have admired you for a very, very long time and look up to what you guys do. And um, Rocket City Mom is awesome. Um, and, and I know you also work too with a little bit of public radio here too, right? Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, been fun. Yeah. Trying to do something new. There you go. Adapt and change and learn skills. And uh, you know, one of our, one of our uh, staff members tested positive and that's been interesting having to, to get the station disinfected um, but it is it is now and every we're back like we never went off the air which was wonderful yeah. um, so that, awesome. that was yeah so everybody's fine everybody's great you can come back into the station now it's all good I love it I love it I know I listen to WLRH all the time HD3 HD2 like all the time so I'm like I just love that station so much but um, yeah but it's, it's awesome and I'm glad to hear that you guys are good and everybody's okay but um so tell us just let everybody know where they can learn more about rocket city mom kind of follow you on social media yeah. all that good stuff absolutely um so rocketcitymom.com is the, the the first og rocket city mom 
And then uh, we're also on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, we've got a couple of really great mom groups. If you're a local mom and need a community, um, we've got uh, Rocket City Mom Super Readers, uh, and then the Mom to Moms of Huntsville, Madison County. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, I think that's it. Yeah. So there's, uh, join the groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. groups, man. We could talk a long time about Facebook groups, but let's oh, not. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No. And so real quick too, talk a little bit about, um, before we go, talk a little bit about some of the media services that you guys offer. Cause we didn't really touch on that too much. Yeah. And that's, that's something we, we just kind of started doing out of, um, demand. Um, we, you know, we work with a lot of small businesses and they needed, they were asking for direction and they were asking us for workshops um, and uh, consulting. And so we, we just decided to make it official so we could offer those things in an official capacity. And so um, awesome. uh, we were doing, I think it was quarterly, quarterly workshops and we were working with the catalyst and uh, um, with some other, some other groups we've done some speaking with around town, but um uh, yeah, it's, you know, we're trying to be super affordable and trying to really be direct in uh, answering questions and helping small businesses overcome the challenges this, that, as far as marketing and digital marketing uh, yeah. goes. So um, it's, it's been really fun. I love sharing what I know with other people and uh, hearing what they have to teach me too. I mean, I, I love, like you, you mentioned, the, the Mompreneur event group at the Catalyst. Uh, I learned a lot from them too. So it's, mm-hmm. it's been a wonderful kind of collaboration between all of these different groups in Huntsville. Awesome. Uh, so we we're happy to offer some of that to our clients when they needed it. It's, it's not our main shtick, but it's still what we were um, kind of uh, accidentally found ourselves doing. <laughs> and now, now it's a thing, right? So yeah. which is great. It's amazing how that happens. You've got to, if you keep an open mind and you let things sort of you know, yeah, go on your own, you know, you, you never know what can happen. So that's awesome. surprised where you end up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Stephanie, thank you so, so much again for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. Um, and if there's anything that we can ever do for you, please let us know. Um, I know I'll be seeing you after this quarantine. It will be here sooner rather than later. We seem to keep our heads up. We seem yes. to keep our heads up. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. All thank right. You Take much. care. Thank you. you. This mother